St. Mary the Protectress Ukrainian Orthodox Parish invites you to join them for church services Saturdays at 4 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. Stock up on homemade pierogies and pies and enjoy their monthly pierogi suppers. St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Parish, 594 Carlsway in Parksville. Broadcasting live from downtown Nanaimo, this is 1017 CHLY. This is Pavlina, host of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Join me every Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for news from Ukraine, great Ukrainian music, folklore, and factoids for the culturally curious. Here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Oh, yeah, 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 o
From Ukraine, that was uh, Oksana Mucha, a very popular singer, and a song from her CD, Rashito, and that song was titled Chlopsi Rebolovsi, Fisher Boys. Dobry den, szanowni radio suchaci, tavitaju vas vsih na radio peredaču nash holos radio krinskoho korinja. Jaka podjeci vam sihodni, takaki kožni seredez odinacitoj do trinacitoj hodene, na kveli CHLY, sto odensim FM umisti na najmo. Jako ju šorišale per bute znamen nestupnih dvoh hoden, me mame dužaci kavi nevene nas junišnih prožami. Iću dovo ukrinsku muziku. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina i takož znamen bude Oksana. Dobry den i vitaju znovu na radio predaču Naš Holos. Hello there and welcome to Naš Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina, for this hour. Thank you so much for joining me. Oksana will be along to host hour two. We've got a great program for you lined up. Now, November is a month in which we commemorate a lot of sad events in history, and uh, we'll be doing that for part of today's show. We'll be focusing on the Holodomor, the famine of 1932-33 in Ukraine, which in which uh, 7 to 10 million Ukrainians were deliberately starved to death. As well, we'll have a look again at the Holocaust, in particular the Babinyar rather, memorial that was uh, recently... Well, the commemorations were done for the 75th anniversary this past September in Kiev. We'll also be looking forward to the upcoming Christmas season, though. Uh, Father Chad Publishing of St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Parksville will be telling us um, a little bit more, uh, expounding on Father Theo's um, information on the Fast of St. Philip's, which on the, the Julian calendar will be beginning on Monday, November 28th. So stay tuned for that. As well, we've got something new, a Ukrainian language lesson. Uh, this is uh, from a podcast that we found online. So um, stay tuned for that. As well, we've got our usual Proverb of the Week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is another Oksana from Ukraine, a very popular singer. Uh, she's been around a long time, Oksana Bilozir. This is a song that she um, composed and recorded, especially for Holodomor. It is called Black Flower. Стоять заплакані сади, скидають листя на руїни. Він залишився молодим, солдати з мирної країни. Застиглим поглядом крісять, мов білий птах до неба лили. Душею світлою солдат, такої мирної Наче чорна квітка польова Опалена жорстокими руками Звикає жити молода вдова Самотня жінка і самотня мама Чорашня наречена б'юних літ Усміхнена і створена 
Зупиниться синок І знов попросить розказати Що тато там серед зірок Що білим ангелом став тато І знов чекатиме на грів Щоб у травневий день почути Як під небесі вогняні Гремлять по татові салюти Неначе чорна квітка польова Опалена жорстокими руками Звикає жити молода вдова Самотня жінка і самотня мама Чорашня нарече на юний хліб Усміхне найстворена любити Напевно з божеволів with Sylvia Molnar. Tips for Ukrainian cooking. Hello. In 2003, Peter Borisow of the Hollywood Trident Foundation sent around a recipe for a special borscht to be served on American Thanksgiving in remembrance of the victims of the Holodomor, the famine genocide in 1932 and 33, during which... Seven to ten million Ukrainians were deliberately starved to death by the Soviet regime. The recipe varies from family to family, but with the one constant being the substitution of yellow beets, also known as golden beets, for red beets. Using yellow or golden beets creates a borscht that is yellow in color rather than red. In Ukrainian culture, yellow is a color often related to mourning. 
While not common in supermarkets, yellow beets can be found at organic food grocers, such as the Whole Foods Market in California and Island Naturals in Nanaimo. Otherwise, check the internet for online shippers, or plan ahead and grow your own next year in your garden or in containers on your patio or balcony. This recipe for Remembrance Borscht starts with a mushroom broth. If you can find them, use the dried mushroom caps imported from Poland. These are the closest to those that used to come from Ukraine before Chernobyl. Otherwise, try a combination of Italian porcinis, Japanese shiitakes, or whatever you can find. Soak the dried mushrooms for several hours or overnight, then wash them carefully to get rid of any bits of sand and dirt. Add them to a pot of salted water and simmer for several hours. Run the dark water from the soaked mushrooms through a cheesecloth or coffee filter and add to the pot. If you're pressed for time, the ready-made mushroom broth found in organic stores or delis will do. To the broth, add chopped or shredded yellow beets, chopped potato, carrot, onion, mushrooms, and chopped fresh dill. Season with a bay leaf and salt and pepper. There are no rules other than using ingredients that even the poorest peasant would have in his or her bit of garden. If you can't find yellow beets, use a combination of white turnips and a parsnip. Color the broth with a few strands of saffron or a pinch of turmeric. Add your favorite vushka, which are mushroom stuffed mini pierogies, and sprinkle with chopped fresh dill. If you don't have time or skill to make vushka, dried mushroom-filled Italian tortellini are a reasonable facsimile. This is a dish that would be fitting to serve on Holodomor Remembrance Day, which falls, coincidentally, on the Saturday of the weekend of American Thanksgiving. Vichnaya Pamyat Memory Eternal Land of plenty Please tell me if it's true Land of plenty What did they do to you? Land of plenty They stripped your wheat fields bare Land of plenty As if you were not there Land of plenty They stripped your wheat fields bare Land of plenty As if you were not there Land of plenty Your people lived off you But it started in 1932 Land of plenty Your people you could feed But that year you were robbed for foreign greed Land of plenty Your people you could feed But that year you were robbed for foreign greed Land 
Слухайте радіопрограму «Наш голос» радіо українського коріння, котра подається вам на хвилі CHLY 1017 FM у місті Нанаймо. Говорить Павліна. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live at CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Павліна. Slava Isusu Christu, Father Ihor Kutash at the microphone. On the fourth Saturday of November, Ukrainians throughout the world have been remembering the millions of people who died in what has been called the greatest crime the world has ever known, the Holodomor genocide of 1932-33 in the breadbasket of Ukraine, in the breadbasket of Europe, Ukraine. Members of the Hromada of St. Mary the Protectress in Montreal, of which I am pastor, were prominent in publicizing this ghastly tragedy, which was carefully, systematically, and consistently covered up by the communist regime based in Moscow. Many of them had survived this brutal attack on the people of Ukraine, who dared to oppose the utopian plans of the regime, relying upon their faith and their dedication to the immensely fruitful land given them by God. It is very difficult to hear the stories of the survivors, and even more difficult to look at some of the few pictures that emerge from this horror in a land that was held captive by this inhuman regime. To this day, the few people who are still alive to recall those days cannot even speak of it without breaking down in tears. 
Nevertheless, the story must be told, and it is being told to an ever-widening audience in all the many media resources of our time. It is not, however, enough to simply recount the story and call for justice. How can any earthly judiciary find a punishment that would right the balance of the incredible wrongs that were done? If the blood of even one human being cries out to heaven, as we read in the Bible in the story of the two brothers Cain and Abel, how loud is the sound of the blood of millions? To simply tell the story and call for justice, which is certainly legitimate, even though earthly justice is exceedingly limited, would simply lead to unquenchable anger, hatred, and despair. And that would lead to further violence, crimes, and the perpetuation of the very hell that Christians are called upon to end, in order for our Father's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, as we daily pray. Thus, the story must be told with hope in it. It is natural for Christians to do this, for we derive our identity from a terrible story in which there is hope for all eternity. The crime of deicide is greater than the terrible crime of genocide, although the killing of God's creatures created in his image and likeness may also be seen as a kind of deicide. That is what was done to Jesus of Nazareth. Ignorant people debate to this day as to who carries most of the blame for this crime. Jewish authorities, Roman authorities, Judas Iscariot, or all of us for whose sin the Lord came to be the propitiation. Let us hear what Jesus himself says about this. No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it again. We do well to remember these millions of victims of the Holodomor genocide in prayer to the Lord, for by doing so we link their death with hope. We link it with the death and resurrection of the Lord of life. Thus we see meaning in this seemingly senseless horror. And the victims become something else. They become martyrs, the martyrs of the Holodomor. They attest by their deaths that this horror should never be and must never be again. They attest that it is not God's will that humans should so abuse other humans and God's will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those who, blinded by the deceptive passion of lust for power, organized and carried out the horrible crime of mass murder of the people of Ukraine and Kuban, thought that in this way they would destroy this freedom-loving, rebellious nation, as was noted by Raphael Lemkin, who was the first to use the word genocide in reference to this very Holodomor, it turned out to have the opposite effect. This act of hatred and unbelievable cruelty calls the attention of the whole world to this nation and what has been inflicted upon it and elicits compassion and respect for it. Malice, hatred, cruelty can never have the final victory in this world for its creator and source is the triune God and his being is justice, mercy, generosity, in a word, love. We remember these dead not as victims, but as martyrs. Slava Isusu Christu. Glory be to Jesus Christ. <laughs>
посухи, але голод є. Дарма це зло на прощу уповає. Суд пам'яті для кривди настає. Не закриває вітеньки дитя. Крихту хліба виглядає, святись на щастя ниво золота, та й Україна голоду не знає.
now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baker. Bias, stereotypes, and prejudices. We all strive to rise above them, but history often proves to be a burden, as well as a challenge to deeper understanding. A newly published book entitled Jews and Ukrainians, A Millennium of Coexistence, forthrightly tackles sensitive and controversial topics. Two distinguished academics have undertaken a bold project to outline in an intriguing new manner the long and complicated history of Jews and Ukrainians. Paul Robert Mogachi is Professor of History and Political Science at the University of Toronto, where he holds a John Uremko Chair of Ukrainian Studies. Johanna Petrovsky-Stern is the Crown Family Professor of Jewish Studies and Professor of History in the History Department at Northwestern University. Writing separately and at times together, the co-authors produced a parallel narrative of two peoples that ultimately provided a single story. And this story reveals as many similarities as differences between the two peoples. Both ethnic Ukrainians and Jews are shown to be multilingual, multicultural, mobile, and highly culturally productive peoples. The perceived legacy of difference gives way to one of commonality. Jews and Ukrainians first began to interact on a significant scale in the early 17th century. From that time, historical memories were formed. The tone for relations between Jews and Ukrainians was set. Subsequent dramatic events, especially in the 20th century, formed new memories, memories often couched in stereotypes and prejudices. Twelve thematic chapters in the book outline the rich history of Jews and Ukrainians. They at first covered geography, history, economic life, traditional culture, and religion and language. They continue with literature, the arts, music, the diaspora, and contemporary Ukraine. The book is lavishly enhanced by over 300 full-color illustrations, over two dozen maps, plus several text inserts that address specific topics or explore controversial issues. In their treatment of these issues, the authors have chosen to be narrators, not polemicists. The book's streamlined style is extremely reader-friendly and aimed at the general public. The book won a special recognition award at the Livio Book Forum in 2016. After a journey through complex, problematic, and inspiring topics, the book concludes on a reflection of the past as prologue. The authors point out that our views of the past are often informed by individual perceptions, and these perceptions can evolve into stubbornly held beliefs and convictions. However, Professors Mogachi and Petrovsky-Stern remind us that perceptions we hold of the past may be based on the absence of knowledge. Ignorance fuels misperceptions. This book offers an invaluable resource for those who are willing to challenge their existing convictions and beliefs and to take a step forward into greater knowledge. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Copies of Jews and Ukrainians, A Millennium of Coexistence, can be ordered on the University of Toronto Press publishing website 
or through Amazon.com. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. Слухайте радио передачу на Шолос Радио Кримського Кориня на радиостанции CHLY 1017 FM у місті Ненаймо говорить Павлина. You're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Ненаймо. I'm your host Павлина. Last week we had Father Theo Machinsky of St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Parish on uh, to tell us all about the fast of St. Philip's, Pilipivka, which began on November 15th on the Gregorian calendar, and it is coming up on the Julian calendar, which is 13 days later, uh, on Monday, November 28th. Father Thad, Chad Pavlishin of St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Parish in uh, in Parksville is has recorded uh, something uh, just to expound on what we heard last week about the fast of St. Philip. Slava Jesus Christu, glory be to Jesus Christ. I am Father Chad Paulishin, an Orthodox priest serving in the Ukrainian Orthodox Church of Canada on Vancouver Island, where I attend to the parishes of St. Mary the Protectress in Parksville and St. George in Victoria. Also, we are under the Ecumenical Patriarchate of Constantinople. I'd like to thank Nash Holos for giving me this opportunity to bring to all of you a little information about the Orthodox Church and what we believe, how we live our faith, and how all Christians try to live their faith in today's society. I want to begin to tell you about the fasting period that we are entering into this month of November. This fast is known by three names, St. Philip's Fast, Advent, or the Nativity Fast, This is the 40-day period before the Feast of the Nativity, the birth of Christ. You might ask, why is it that one of the names of this fast is St. Philip's Fast? Well, that is because this fast follows after the Feast of the Holy Apostle Philip. But, I know many people ask, why is it that you fast within the Orthodox Church? Well, The answer to that question is, because we are trying to prepare ourselves spiritually to participate in the coming feast. So we will abstain from foods and enter into a more constant and devout prayer. Also, during the fast, some of the days which we remember other saints, such as St. Andrew, the first called Apostle, or St. Nicholas, as many know him also as Santa Claus within the North American society, and various other saints, 
we have the readings which talk about the Feast of the Nativity and give us a reminder about what we need to prepare for. An example of this is from the Vesper service, which is an evening service for the Feast of St. Nicholas. Adorn yourself, O cavern, make ready, O manger, O shepherds and wise men, bring your gifts and bear witness, for the Virgin is coming, bearing Christ in her womb. So we hear about what is coming, and we begin to go through the fast towards the Nativity of Christ. We also are reminded about the prophets of the Old Testament, who talked about the coming of Christ, and we read these parts of Scripture as part of this preparation during the fast. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated is God with us. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government, and peace there will be no end. So it is through all of this that we are able to hear what will be coming for us in this Feast of the Nativity, and how much of a blessing it is for each of us. Also, we fast and prepare ourselves for the feast. It creates a stronger appreciation in each of us for what has been given to us through the birth of Christ. I thank you again for this blessing to share with you. May God bless you all. Thank you.
David Dubichy Choir from Ukraine with Merciful Mother. Vyslúchite Radio Peredáču náš holos Radio Krínskoho Koríňa na Radio Stanci CHLY o den 0.1 FM umístí Nenajmo. Hovorit Pavlina. You're listening to náš holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nenajmo. I'm your host Pavlina. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, I've got something a little bit new for you. This is a Ukrainian language lesson podcast that I found online, and I thought you might just enjoy it. It's by Anna Ogoyko, and uh, you can find her online at ukrainianlessons.com. Here she is. Here is her very first podcast that she published. Hello and welcome to the Ukrainian Lessons Podcast. Mene zvati Anna. My name is Anna. And today we start together a long and exciting journey of learning Ukrainian. I'll be your guide to help you on your way. This series of podcasts will be designed primarily for beginners. So it is for you if you have never learned Ukrainian or if you only have some basic knowledge. Or maybe you are already intermediate, but you want to review the basics. Then it's also a podcast for you. Ukrainian language is not the hardest one and not the easiest. You might be scared of the weird alphabet or seven cases of a single noun, but believe me, I was also scared by the multiple past tenses in English, like I have done, I did, I was doing, I had done. In Ukrainian, there is only one past tense. I learned English with teachers and on my own, and still I have never been to the English-speaking country. So I perfectly understand that uh, you're a bit scared, but I also know about all the excitement about starting learning a language and then proceeding and then getting your first good results, especially if you have your motivation, like Ukrainian ancestors, family, maybe a job in Ukraine or just a special feeling to this country and its people. I hope this podcast will be something to keep you excited and eager to learn Ukrainian. Today we are learning all the ways of how to greet people, ask how they are doing in Ukrainian, and listen how the native speakers do it. Let's stop with the introductions. It's time to learn some Ukrainian. Make yourself comfortable and enjoy today's lesson. Last weekend I met two of my friends in Kyiv, capital of Ukraine. It was a nice day, and we decided to meet at the Shevchenko Park in Kyiv to have some morozevo, ice cream, and to chill together. First, I met with Inna, and then I met with Katya. Let's listen to the beginnings of our conversations with them. Привіт. Привіт. Як справи? Чудово, рада тебе бачити. Я теж. А у тебе як справи? Добре. Привіт. Привіт. Як ти? Нормально. А ти як? 
теж нормально. Окей, so I want to say again that Inna and Katya are my friends. So that was a typical informal conversation. This was the language we used between friends, relatives, family, people we know for a long time, people of the same age with us, with no superiority between us. Let's keep in mind that today we are talking about informal, friendly situation. The very first point I want to mention is the actual greeting. At the beginning of both dialogues I said Привіт! This is a typical and the most common greeting for friends and family. Let's repeat. Привіт! Remember that I leave some space for you to repeat after me. Next comes the how are you part. There are two ways of asking this in Ukrainian. First, як справи? Literally, it means how are the things? Як справи? Як справи? Як справи? We usually use uh, this one, but the full version is як у тебе справи? How are the things with you? У тебе? Як у тебе справи? Як у тебе справи? Second, як ти? Literally, how are you? Як ти? You might have noticed that there is no verb to be, are, in як справи or як ти. It's just як, how and things, справи, or як, how and ти, you. That's because in Ukrainian, in the present tense, we almost always skip the verb to be. Now comes the response. Let's see different options. If you're doing great, you can say чудово, meaning wonderful. In English could be great. Чудово. If you're doing good, it's добре, good. Добре. For very good, we add very. Дуже. Дуже добре. If someone asks you, як справи, you respond and ask back, а у тебе як справи? Or in short, it is, а у тебе? If someone asks you, як ти? You respond and ask back, а як ти? Or, а ти як? So you see, word order in Ukrainian is very flexible. So you can either say, а як ти? Or, а ти як? And what is а? It's a very important uh, small word. It means and, but only in the beginning of the sentence that is contrasting the previous one. As first of all, we were talking about Inna, my friend, and then she wants to talk about me. These are two different people, two different stories, right? So in this case, for and you, we use a. А ти? А у тебе як справи? We use this one a lot. Hope it was clear for you. 
Now you know what to say when you greet people in Ukrainian. Great. Chudovo. What about some practice? What do you reply? And I literally ask you to reply now to me. When I say to you, Privit. You could say Privit or Privit. Radi tebe bachete. Or Privit. Jak spravi? Number two. What do you reply when I say to you, Jak spravi? There are many options. You could say, Chudovo. Dobre. Duže dobre. The last part of our podcast will be dedicated to some small cultural information. Do you know what Ukrainians usually say when you ask them jak spravi? They might say normalno and then start to explain why they are doing good or not so good, what they were doing today, who they met, how they like the weather or not. What are you going to do today, tomorrow, next month? They might give you compliments also. Or mention that your head looks weird. And that's only for the Jak Sprave question. So be careful asking that. In Ukrainian, how are you is not just a routine and etiquette, but it means that you want to get an update on the life of the person, either it's good or bad. And to understand all that language, stick to Ukrainian Lessons podcast and step by step we will get to it. And that was it, the very first lesson of Ukrainian Lessons podcast. You might think that we have not covered a lot today, but that's on purpose. Our goal is to take things slow, nice and easy. I want you to enjoy your Ukrainian experience and not rush into it. Trust me and take this journey with us. It's going to be nice and fun. I have prepared a free PDF guide for you with the notes from this lesson, the dialogues, phrases and even some extra information and bonus vocabulary on the same topic that wasn't mentioned. If you are subscribed to Ukrainian Lessons podcast newsletter, you get this podcast and a PDF guide to your email. If not, to get the PDF guide for free, go to ukrainianlessons.com slash episode 1. Do pobaczenia. Goodbye. happening this week in Central Vancouver Island's Ukrainian community. This Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Parish in Parksville. Get your fill of pierogies, kubasa, and great Ukrainian hospitality. Doors are open from 5 to 7 p.m. This will be their last pierogi supper until February 2017. Father Chad Polishin and the parishioners of St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church invite you to join them for services Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. As well, every Sunday from noon to 1, you can stock up on homemade pierogies and pies. St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church is located in Parksville at 594 Carl's Way.
Father Theo Machinsky and the parishioners of St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church in Nanaimo invite you to Divine Liturgy every Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 6 p.m. St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church is located at 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo, just off Norwell Drive. On Sunday, December 14th, there will be, or December 4th rather, there will be a Ukrainian Christmas Bazaar hosted by the Ukrainian Canadian Cultural Society of Nanaimo and the Visna Dancers. It takes place from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Parish Hall. At 4017 Victoria Avenue, you'll find Ukrainian food, Christmas baking, Ukrainian novelties, and much more. That's taking place Sunday, December 4th at St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Parish Hall, 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo. On Saturdays at 6 p.m., tune into the Vancouver edition of Nash Hollis on AM 1320 or streaming at am1320.com. As well, the international edition airs on AM, FM, and shortwave radio in over 20 countries on the PCJ radio network. You can get the podcast links at the Nash Hollis website. And here in Nanaimo, Nash Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasts live every Wednesday to the north and central Vancouver Island, Gulf Island, Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and greater Vancouver listening areas. So at 11 a.m. every Wednesday, please join me, Pavlina, and and Oksana at noon for the best in Ukrainian news, folklore, and music on CHLY Radio Malaspino 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nash Holos and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, and podcast feeds, and more, visit our website, www.nashholos.com. <laughs> Сьогодні була з вами Павліна. Нагадую, ви слухаєте програму «Наш голос» радіо нашого коріння. Залишайтеся з нами наступну годину. Далі передаю мікрофоні Оксані. Запрошую послухати трохи про історію і традиції розповість Оксана. Але перед тим я хочу залишити вас такими словами мудростя. Який народ, така його держава. And our proverb of the week translates as every state reflects its people. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Nash Holos for the first hour here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, join me here again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. And until then, do stay in touch with Oksana and me on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow our page, check out the Nash Holos website where you can get the podcast, a link to our blog and other information, and that's www.nashholos.com. So stay tuned next for the Nash Holos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Cal Coat, and at 2 p.m. Jukebox Oldies with our own Bobby B. Cool. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here, thanks for listening. Dosu Sirichi.
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.